0: You are listening to episode 86 of the Less Stress, More Fun podcast. Hey, who's going to pick up these socks? You are listening to the Less Stress, More Fun podcast. I'm your host, Master Certified Coach Lisa Schwaller. Each week on the podcast, we talk about how you can rise above the stress of modern living so that you can focus your energy on what matters most and have a lot more fun in the process. All right, let's get started. Come on in to the podcast. Here, let me hold the figurative door for you on your way in. (laughs) It's so fun to be here with you today. I think most humans are what we'd call helpful. But is being helpful always actually helpful? And what does it mean to even be helpful? There's a lot of things that we talk about on the Less Stress, More Fun podcast around social customs, mores, getting curious what the benefits and the drawbacks are. And this podcast is definitely in that vein. One of my favorite phrases is don't pick up the socks. (laughs) I've used it a lot in my corporate life when training and mentoring people. And this is the visual behind it. So imagine you live with somebody who's constantly leaving their socks on the floor. If you're the one who's always picking up the socks and putting them in the hamper or in the laundry basket, then you're the sock fairy making laundry dreams come true, as if by magic. Very rarely is the person going to think, wait, there's no sock fairy. This is no magical house. I should do that myself. And depending on the the temperament of the person being the recipient of the sock-picking-upping, there's a lot of different ways that can be interpreted. It's fun to think about when you're doing something that is actually someone else's job, why you're doing it, what the benefit is, and what the lost opportunities are. That's what we're going to talk about, is why people take on extra work, how taking on extra work is hiding or obscuring systemic issues, the real reason that I think people take on extra work and what you can try instead. All right, let's go. Let's talk about the pressure to do more. We are socialized to get a lot done, to be very productive, and to do more, whatever that's defined as. It's almost like in this in this world, there really is no end to the things that we could or should be doing. That's something that is is different than previous generations. I think there's always a sense of like the work never stops or you do one thing and it's just time to do it again. You know, socks, laundry, that's a perfect example of that. There's no point in time where you're going to have an endless automatically replenishing supply of clean, folded, crisp clothes, right? And I think that it's amplified in our current world. It gets really tricky. So let's go back in time, 2,000 years, or even further, 20,000 years. If we were all living out in nature, like mammals, like outdoor mammals, like the coyotes here in Texas at night, I hear the coyotes um, howling and talking to each other. And I think if we were living out there with the coyotes, we would try to sleep at night and then we'd get up and start our day. We'd go about the mammal business of getting food, extending our lineage by having babies and building shelters, exploring all the things that we would do out in the nature place when we were in our old timey mammal outside lives. And we'd work while there was light. Even within parts of this century, you worked while there was light out and then you stopped. I like to imagine what the pace of life is like if you're living in kind of a more tribal, outdoorsy, integrated with nature rhythm compared to what most of us experience in what we call the modern world. Now, work can find me on my Internet-enabled device while I'm sitting at one of my kids' games work can find me at two o'clock in the morning if I get up and I can't sleep. There's just a lot of extra opportunities to work and for work to find us. That's just work that doesn't account for the fact that you can have a clean house and what's baseline and then what's like super clean or having a house that's well-decorated. Like do you decorate and then just forget about it? Or are you someone who's constantly like tweaking and altering? Or if you cook dinner, is it Mondays is this and Tuesdays is that, or do you add on the extra work of being creative? So we're in a world where the maximum value of total work possible is infinite, and we're under a lot of socialized pressure to deliver more. One reason I think people take on extra work is that it doesn't really feel extra anymore, because how do you define a full day's work nowadays? How does your manager... How do your customers? And a lot of work is invisible. It's very easy for someone to look at the finished product and say, oh, that doesn't look like it would take a lot of work, when in fact, it actually does take a lot of work and testing and trial and error. I have been in software since I was 19 years old. That's a long time. In software development, one of the things that has constantly fascinated me about that industry is that you're literally taking ideas and producing these things that actually transact actual, real human needs. It's fascinating. But a lot of times customers can look at the finished product and think, oh, that doesn't look like it'd be too hard to create, not really respecting or acknowledging or even being aware of how much work goes into the process. And I think that that happens a lot in corporate environments where people expect more to be done because they don't know how long it takes to do the work well we are socialized to be good team players as they say we're supposed to be helpful like isn't that what it's like to be on a team we help each other out and sometimes that can contribute to the sock picking upping oh it's undone i guess i have to do it and if you were socialized female it's highly likely that you received a message that being nice is a critical virtue nice Helpful, nurturing. Isn't that what women are supposed to be? Um I love the comedian Maria Bamford, and she often has this character that sounds like her name is Diane, and it's 1982. And I just think about the way she portrays how nice, helpful, nurturing women are supposed to be. Right? Talk about picking up the socks and doing extra work. That we're not only supposed to be helpful and get the work done, but we're supposed to do the extra work of um, being nice about it along the way. (laughs) And men also, hey, men, we're not going to leave you out. If you were socialized male, you have received messages to be a good provider and and to win economically and in other ways, which can translate into doing more. So people take on more work because of socialization they're expecting it their customers whether it's their manager or their the actual paying customers like people are expecting more so we will take on extra work and sometimes we will take on extra work to compensate for people who are unable or unwilling to do more and this i really want to dig into Um, I think that this is something that is not spoken about in a way that's very actionable and changeable. So this is the part where I think picking up the socks, doing extra work can actually obscure systemic issues in an environment. So imagine you're working on a team or even in an organization where Pareto's rule is alive and well. You have... 80% 80% of the work performed by 20% of the people but why and this is where for for you as my client who's you know you're my podcast client or with my paying clients that I work with through my courses or one on one we really look into what happens when you're helpful and you obscure the fact that extra work is being done it is not small it's not uh, and it's there's a difference let me go ahead and and really level set here there's a difference between my colleague has just received a, a a project with a quick turnaround with a deadline that's coming up soon and needs help getting it done and i have bandwidth and i'm more than willing to communicate to everyone involved that i will take on this, this project while they focus and pivot over to that other one. I'm not talking about don't pick up the socks and you never help anyone ever, never again. (laughs) That is not the message of the podcast. What I am talking about is I've asked this person four times and they're not doing it, so I might as well do it myself, things like that. And this is not just a human cost. One person is not getting their work done and the other person is into this very, Kind of victim dynamic where they're having to pick up the pieces. If you look organizationally wide, when we pick up socks that are obscuring systemic process problems, relationship problems, performance problems, we can actually hide the fact that there's low margins or lower profitability. So, business owners and managers, be alert. If, you're, if you have people who are just kind of keeping things tidy and being nice and helpful and nurturing on the back end, you may not realize that you're actually squeezing a lot of the juice, a lot of your um, your space to grow and scale out of the system. Picking up the socks, doing someone else's work on top of your own's to try to be helpful can hide low morale. It's just, it's something to really, really be aware of. And quite honestly, let me really be blunt here. Sometimes when we pick up the socks and we do the work that other people aren't doing, and we just, oh, I guess somebody has to do it, we avoid challenging other people to step up and take some damn responsibility for themselves. Hello, parents. Parents, are there any of you in this opportunity where? You have kids who aren't stepping into their responsibility. Maybe you're trying to protect the consequence of them failing and you having extra work. So you pick up the socks or you help them or you remind them or you wake them up. <laughs> so in an example I have heard that sometimes... um Sometimes teenagers may set an alarm and the alarm goes off and off and off and they snooze it and it goes off and off and off and they snooze it. And sometimes a parent may come in and be like, hello, it's time to get out of bed. Like that's, that's a form of picking up the socks. (laughs) I have heard that that happens sometimes in some homes. Don't pick up the socks. Don't take on other tasks that aren't explicitly yours unless You choose to. This doesn't mean want to, want to be helpful, nicey, nicey, nice. And I think that is actually the main reason that people pick up the socks, as it were, and do all that extra work. We do those things because of how we want to see ourselves and how we want other people to see us. So in your life, or you... Chances are you have encountered this because it's very pervasive. In some circles, it's called like people pleasing or things like that. But imagine someone in your life, it could be you or someone you know, who's wandering around picking up stinky, dirty socks and then playing the victim or the martyr or mommying. Have you ever seen like hover parenting happening in teams at work? It happens. It happens a lot. And this is not a gendered thing. I actually recently encountered a situation where a manager of a team left, and it was a mostly male team. And it was revealed uh, that during his absence, that um, that he was picking up a lot of the socks and really hiding the fact that his his team members weren't doing a lot of the work, and weren't competent to do a lot of the work, and weren't well trained to do a lot of the work. It was just faster and easier for this person to pick up the socks than to say, dang, there's a lot of stinky socks around, what are y'all gonna do about it? So, if it's you, or you work with someone, or you live with someone, or you know of someone, who is a sock picker-upper, get curious. What does the sock picker-upper get out of doing all that extra work? There's a payoff. Then you get to ask yourself... Do I want to do this extra work because I choose to do it unconditionally without using it as a way to feel better about myself, without using it as a way to manipulate another person, without using it as a way to hide systemic process changes that need to be raised to other people to solve? And that really is the invitation for you this week is that you always Always get to choose for yourself what you'll do or not. It may not feel great. I would like to choose to be like at a really nice beach resort. Um reading a really fun book. I could really use a good fiction book. So send me an email and give me your recommendations. And I also like to get my work done. I'm choosing to do the work that I do because I prefer the consequence of that versus running away from it all, right? But it still is a choice. I can choose my work today. I can make sure my socks are in my hamper and other people aren't cleaning up after me. And if I'm going to choose to clean up other socks, if I'm going to choose to help other people, remind other people, um, do the tasks that they left undone, Know for sure that this is a choice you're making. And know that in a way, I think when we pick up other people's dirty socks, we are stealing an opportunity from them. First, they may not realize that they're dropping socks behind them. So you may be like, you know, tidying up (laughs) behind someone and they don't even realize that they're creating extra work for someone. So instead of picking up the socks and then complaining to a friend, have a conversation and say, did you realize that when you, when you host the meeting and there isn't a recap after the meeting, um, that it just, it would be so helpful if we could get that recap, especially if that's something that's really part of that person's job function or whatever that scenario is for you. If you're cleaning up someone else's work, you're taking the opportunity for them to even know that there's a problem and to address it themselves, including developing whatever skills they need or whatever like personal responsibility they need to take. So for me, whenever um, someone follows up for me on an aging action item, like when I feel like they're picking up my dirty socks, oh, that breaks my heart because I want to see myself as a reliable business partner. I wanna see myself as a reliable family member and I want other people to see me that way too. Again, back to that, why do we do what we do is because we want to see ourselves a certain way and to help engineer how other people see us. So this week, really notice that dynamic in your own personal life. See what you can observe by watching what other people do and get curious why. And then if you're going to pick up someone else's stinky dirty socks, you know that you're doing it on purpose. It's your choice and that you're you're not hiding anything that really should be addressed in a more holistic way. Well, I have to tell you after having this fun conversation with you, I am seeing nothing but colorful socks in my mind. <laughs> it makes me feel like going and running a load of laundry. And I hope that this fun analogy has you really looking critically at the balance of helpfulness that you're choosing to offer and the expectations you have of others. Are they as high as they could be? Maybe you could hold yourself and others to higher standards. Isn't that a fun idea? So keep it tidy, my dear friends, and until next time. Thank you for listening. If you're enjoying the podcast, please rate and review wherever you listen. This will help other listeners find the show and bring less stress, more fun out into the world. Thank you so much. And I'll talk to you next week.